0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Salon Conversations. If you're new here, welcome. If you are not new and you've been listening, welcome back. I appreciate you listening. Um, today's episode, I will feature my daughter Delaney and she has been in retail for a number of years, and she also went to beauty school for aesthetics. So she's got a lot of input, um, and I'm so excited to have her on. She's not as loud-mouthed as me, so it took a little of encouraging, but she was willing to come on, and I had such a good time talking to her. She's just a funny, funny person. Anyway, so if you want to follow me on social media, I am on Instagram at salonversations underscore podcast. Uh, If you'd like to submit a story that you'd like me to read, uh, you can send it to salonversations at gmail.com or you can send it to a direct message on the podcast site. So thank you. I hope you enjoy the episode. It was super fun and I just am having the best time doing these with uh, like-minded people. So I hope everybody is enjoying it. All right, have fun and we'll see you next time. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Salon Versations. Um, thank you for coming back if you've listened before. And if you haven't, if this is your first episode that you're listening to, welcome. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we're just trying to keep things lighthearted, talking about uh, the hair industry, service industry, customer service, all of that. So, today's guest is very special to me. She is my baby. Uh, Say hi, Lainey. Hi, guys. Uh, so, Lainey, actually, besides just me knowing her, she <laughs> went to uh, beauty school, and you were going for aesthetics, right? Yeah, yeah. And what made you decide that you wanted to do that?
1: Just I've always been into doing makeup and skincare. I've watched YouTube since I was in like sixth grade. Yes. Just, Habitually, always, you, yeah. That's
0: you would always watch that.
1: Just always took an interest to. All things that have to do with beauty and traveling with my mom to like go to houses and do people's hair it just you just like making people feel good so I thought that's what I wanted to do
0: yeah that's right I forgot about that so a little backstory um, a while into having my kids I had ended up needing better benefits so I had to um, spin off and go to a different job And when I did that, I had a lot of my hair clients that still wanted me to do their hair. So I was a, quote unquote, kitchen cutter for a while, which (laughs) I know is like looked down upon. But I I needed the money and um, I really didn't want to lose my clients. I had hoped that at one point I'd be able to get back into it. So anyway... Sometimes my kids had to go with me. Um, if I went on a Saturday and um, needed to get some hair done, they would just follow along and I'd have my bag of tricks and yeah. um, they would sit patiently while I did color or cuts right. at people's houses. So I forgot all about that, how you had to come with me for a lot of those times.
1: And those clients ended up becoming like just like family. Right? They know everything about our lives. They have been around forever so yeah they came to our graduation parties when me and my brothers graduated just
0: yeah they they did because I I met them and started doing their hair when I was like 19 20 years old yeah that's crazy. and you think about all the life changes that happen from when you're 20 to now 50 and yeah yeah like they they are just a part of your life and they come in every month Mm -hmm. And so they just are, what's, what's so-and-so up to, what's Lainey got going on and super involved in our family. And yeah. So anyway, back to you. Um, so did you like beauty school? Like was it fun for you or what, how, how did you feel about it?
1: The first, I think it's three months that you're in just classes. So you're not doing services on anybody. Of course you have to know, like, how everything works so you're learning about products and the layers of the skin and everything that you need to know before you go on the floor and that part was fun because everybody in that class you just all become so close but once you get thrown out on the floor it's like you're you're thrown out there to the (laughs) wolves yeah so they have teachers that'll assist you if you need help but I've had waxing appointments where I had a teacher in there the entire time with me, and those are supposed to take like an hour, yeah. if that. Oh, yeah. They super would take quick like service. three hours or four <laughs> hours, and the teacher's in there with me the whole time. But
0: I was terrible at waxing. I hated it. I would I would t- take it off slow because oh. <laughs> I didn't want to hurt them. And it's like, oh my god.
1: Well, and if you mess that up, that you yeah, there's really no going back. You yeah. Can really hurt somebody. Yeah. Tear their skin off. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I liked the class part of it. And then I would call people and have a make fake appointment so my afternoons would be blocked out so I couldn't get strangers. So I was just terrified that I was going to mess up. But that's what it's all about. you got to learn. Yeah, you do. You have to start somewhere. But I think
0: you were kind of nervous, like, about being in the same room with a guy, a stranger, I remember yeah. you had a guy that, it was either an ear wax or a back wax, and you were like, Mom, please, please call, call make an appointment. I was like, "Laney, I'm not going to do that.
1: And, but, of course, they end up being like, it was just a little old man that just wanted his nose waxed, and yeah. I'm freaking out.
0: It's anxiety.
1: Well, yeah, and there's a lot of people
0: that have anxiety in the business, yeah. and I work with a few now, and um, I think now, too, it's like, it's easy to look at your books ahead of time and then you get yourself all in a frenzy. You know, it would be almost better if you couldn't even look at your books. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, there's people like that. And I, I am not going to say that I never had anxiety. I don't know what my 20-year-old self was like. I'm sure that there were appointments on my books that freaked me out. Yeah. But um, it just ended up not being for you, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought it's what I wanted to do, but just it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, what I imagined it to be. I just imagined, like, oh, fun makeup. You just get to do, like, make people feel good. I don't know, but waxing definitely was something that took me out of it. It's just not. Well, and when you first had to learn, I remember you saying,
0: oh, today we're learning Brazilians. And I was like, oh, more power to you, girl. I don't even know how you try and go about doing that
1: on anybody. When you're in class all of the services that we provided at our school we had to get done on ourselves so you're in a classroom with all these girls that you've known for three months and you have to give each other brazilians oh my and they Lord. just have like three people going at the same time and you have all of your classmates standing around your table just it was nerve-wracking but you definitely become really close with well, yeah, because you've
0: seen their parts. Yeah.
1: Like, and I don't yeah. know how you
0: get closer than that.
1: <laughs> and you spray tan them. Our spray tan class, we were all in the same room, and one person would go up and get sprayed by another classmate while all the rest of us just waited
0: in oh the same God. room. Yeah.
1: You definitely get close, and I'm still close with some of the girls that I was in class with. Oh, they... yeah,
0: you had a blast. You wanted to just stay there. Yeah.
1: You wanted to just <laughs> stay in school
0: and just be there forever.
1: You were not, like, yeah. wanting it's, to it's, graduate. Mm-hmm we could just have the school part and not services. Oh my I gosh you had so there. much fun. Failed and... on purpose so I could say. <laughs> Failed
0: on purpose. Well I it is a fast schooling too isn't it just like
1: six months? Yeah yep yeah. so the first three months are school and then the rest are services and then you're out in the real world.
0: So um, did you work any jobs before you went to beauty school?
1: Uh, yeah I had my high school job at a retail craft store that I've stayed at, and I'm still out there now, seven years, but that was the only job. Okay. I just worked part-time, I'd work nights, we'd get off of school at like four o'clock, and then I'd work yeah, five Yeah, you to worked a ton. At, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so you had your customer service and retail experience from that job. Yeah. So did you find it hard to sell like uh, skin products and stuff to people when when they came in for a service?
1: Um, Yeah, just because they push that on you so much when you're in school, it's important for you to know every single thing about the products. It's a lot to learn because you're learning everything about the body, everything about your services that you're providing, and then you have to remember all these ingredients that are in all these products. Oh, yeah, it's
0: so hard to remember that stuff. Yeah,
1: really overwhelming, so... Well, and they really
0: do hammer the business side of it too. Like they mm-hmm. want you to start off with a huge referral list of people that yeah. might might request you for services. <laughs> and for and that, you
1: just make up people. They, <laughs> they're like, write down to 50 people on your. No, well, you were like, Mom, I give me 50. This person since second grade. So <laughs> let's go ahead and put them on the list. Yeah, come on in for a wax. <laughs> I know I haven't seen you since we were eight years old. Yeah, I definitely asked all of my family to come in, my brothers. Did the boys come in? Yeah, Nolan came and got his eyebrows waxed, I think.
0: Oh, my God, I don't think I knew that.
1: I don't think Reed ever got the chance to, but I know that Nolan did.
0: Reed, God, you could have done
1: all kinds. He's so hairy. Sorry, Reed. (laughs) (laughs) And you know how Nolan is or was, like, all nervous. I'd be like, this is my brother Nolan to all my classmates, and he's like...
0: Oh, my gosh. I can't believe he got a wax. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. One second here. Okay, so um, after you graduated and you kind of realized maybe it wasn't for you, but you had a job opportunity that came up, um, and what was that all about? You don't have to say the name.
1: Yeah, so my best friend in beauty school, she had already – started or got a job, I guess. I don't think she started there until after we graduated, but, um, it was a spray tanning place. So she was spray tanning people and liked it. So I wanted to, of course, stay with her. And I'm like, oh, if she's comfortable at it, because we've related to each other on everything that we did or disliked in school. So I thought, yeah, if she likes it, then I'm sure I'll like it too. So, she got me an interview there, and everything went good. So I started, and that place was just <laughs> interesting. Well, for one, um, you were the only one there, which I never agreed with. Yeah, you just so you this
0: have a cute little thing there
1: until what nine at night? Uh, I think they closed at eight, but yeah, still. Um, but you'd have either two shifts. You could work nine to two thirty, and then the next person worked two thirty to eight or something and so you were the only person in the building you're the receptionist you make all the appointments if somebody comes in for a wax you have to lock the door and put a note on the door that says i'm in a service like totally ridiculous call back they if, just don't
0: want to pay for other people to work there it's yeah. a chintzy way to do it
1: and if there wasn't cameras or anything so if any if anything would have happened um, but if we needed change You'd have to close the door, lock it, put a note on there that says, I went to the bank, oh. and I'm fresh out of beauty school. Like I'm... I'll am i be coming back with a bag of money if yeah. <laughs> you'd like to attack
0: me yeah. when I come
1: back. Oh, my God. And uh, we, were, the place I worked at, the location, it was in a plaza, so there was a restaurant to the right of us and kind of carry-out restaurant to the left, and the people that worked there, I think, knew that, we were alone. It was yeah.
0: You need to tell that story.
1: Just when it was your,
0: like your last day or the second to last day, when that gentleman from one of the restaurants came over, and you were all by yourself. Oh, and he... do you remember? No,
1: not really. My memory is awful.
0: <laughs> but I don't. Okay, he had done a prison stint. Yeah. I, I don't understand how oh, this is not coming back. <laughs> he had been in prison, and he came in, and he said, yeah, do you you guys don't have security around here, so I get worried about you guys being over here by yourself. And you oh. we were just there inside the building, just him and you.
1: Yeah, and he was interesting, just... I didn't think... I'm way too trusting of people, I think, but he would come over, and he'd bring me food from his restaurant next door. It was just a local place. Um and he would just be like, yeah, I brought you dinner. Oh, thanks. Yes, and the are other, you getting
0: this people? The
1: other girl that worked at my location had to spray tan that guy's wife. And they were just drama. And she had asked her wife... Um, is that his car outside? Doesn't he drive that car? And she was like, why? Why do you want to know? And she was like hinting that my coworker and this guy next door that owned the restaurant were like having an affair behind her back and she was just livid. And so the next time I had to spray tan her and she was like, so what's up with your coworker? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, she was asking all kind of questions about what kind of car my husband drives. She's like, why is she so curious? Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, I have no idea. I don't think she meant it that way. That was really the only... Otherwise, you'd get guys that would come in. And we didn't offer any men's waxing. We just did women's waxing. But they'd come in or call. Do you guys do male Brazilians? Of course, just trying to be
0: creepy. creepy.
1: Yeah. Or like oh yeah, if I get a spray tan, what do I have to wear? Can I go fully nude? And you're in there alone, and they're asking I... you this. You're like, nope, you gotta wear <laughs> boxers or something, but I'd spray tan a couple guys. Like, their wives would make them get spray tans before they went on vacation or, or got married. Or or something, yeah. yeah. So, and that wasn't weird. It was just... Another well, especially person. if the girl
0: comes, too, with yeah. you, or with him, so that that way it's not just you two.
1: It just makes it awkward because you know they feel awkward if they haven't done it before, so right. it just seems like the whole situation's a little off. But after you see that many bodies, like, nothing really phases you anymore, you're like, I've seen it all, just go ahead and come on it. Right, yeah, <laughs> well, and I think that's how, when, if you would have stuck
0: it out, I think that that's what estheticians, like, when they do all these waxes all mm-hmm. day, they're like like a gynecologist like they see yeah what they see all day long so for them it's not yeah not think
1: of it it's just work if you ever go and get a spray tan just know like you can go completely new. nobody is gonna they're not gonna be like oh I remember this girl or this guy we just okay I sprayed you that's it you're oh, out of my, my mind for the rest of the day <laughs> I
0: could not imagine
1: I just yeah I can tell, like, if I went somewhere and I didn't know how it worked, I would be petrified to get completely nude in front of somebody. Oh, yeah. Maybe some people don't care. I don't know.
0: No, some people are more free with their bodies than others.
1: Yeah, Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, just know if you ever go anywhere. They're probably not, you're overthinking it more than they would be. Well, that's good to know. Helpful advice.
0: Yeah. I think it's just the way things are anymore. At least to me, it seems like anything goes. Mm Yeah, like we're so desensitized to people's requests. It's like, oh sure. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I've Tammy had...
0: just asked for that last week. That's no big thing.
1: And in school, you don't learn with Brazilians like how to do the landing strips or whatever people call them, like the fancy designs. And so you'd get people at your job where you're doing it, and they're like, yeah, can you make a triangle? I'm like, I don't know how to do that. You just I need you a stencil. Oh, here, let me measure and get like, a level. Um, it's a little off on the left. Oh, <laughs> now it's gone, so I don't know what to tell you.
0: <laughs> it's a very tiny triangle. Yeah. Whittled it away
1: to nothing. <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. Uh, so are you sad that you didn't stick it out? Not really, no. I'm glad I had that experience in my life, but just wasn't what I thought. I don't know how I would have felt if I would have worked somewhere else right out of school, but... I love spray tanning people so much, and the place I worked, you get a free spray tan every week, so that was a plus. Oh yeah, you were always tan. Yeah, for sure, definitely.
0: Yeah, I think um, you were really good at it. You had a lot of people that requested you and stuff, and mm-hmm. that's rewarding too. Even if it is to you just a quote unquote spray tan, like yeah. if they love what you do, they're like, "Oh my gosh, you got to go." That's how you get the referrals and all that stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So that that place ended up closing didn't it the spray tan place that you were at didn't uh close? the location
1: i was at okay. yeah i think they have two more locations still open
0: and you weren't working there when COVID hit right you were no. at your other okay so then you decided after that you were going to go back to the job that you had had all through high school
1: yeah and i stayed there the whole time that i worked at this spray tanning place too so i never quit my high school job i've just Always been there. I would get off, uh, if I worked the 9 to 2.30 shift, I'd get off work, take a nap, and then go to my 5 to 9 at the craft store I'm at. You're such a worker. Yeah. All three of my kids.
0: Very good work ethic.
1: Yeah. Those make me super proud that way.
0: Um, well, in other ways, too. Uh, so, in working at this mom-and-pop place, you have acquired a large number of elderly best
1: friend yeah definitely the oldest i think is um cookie and i think she is (gasps) 98 say hi cookie hi cookie she'll probably listen i don't think so well you can show her how (laughs) yeah she was uh turning 98 i could be way off and if she does hear this she'll be like i'm not 98 years old (laughs) she's turning 70 just say that yeah but there's a few of my old coworkers who have passed just oh, of old aw. age yeah so it's hard you get really close to them it's just they because it's a family-run store they all become family and it's just really like they know all about your life like mm-hmm. how are you and your boyfriend how are your dogs yeah um are, are any of them volunteers
0: or they all get paid
1: no they all get paid um okay most of them don't work there anymore though because once covid hit. They either got let go or decided they didn't want to come back because of their health. So there's very few elderly people working there still, but a good bunch. But the people that shop there,
0: a lot of them Oh, are yeah, definitely.
1: It's a craft store, so you get people coming in in snowstorms just for a pair of knitting needles. <laughs> I'm like, what's this really necessary? You can barely get out of your car shaking on the sidewalk and you need to come in during a blizzard to get knitting needles
0: um I want to talk to you about COVID like besides okay you were home with me because I talked earlier in other episodes about how my salon was closed from St. Patrick's Day of 2020 to May 11th is when we reopened how long was your job closed or did they close at all
1: no they did um they brought back the managers. Uh, I want to say like a month before I got to come back, I was the only other employee that they brought back right away besides the managers. I want to say it was like three months. It's very relaxing, three months. Unless COVID affected you or (laughs) your family drastically, like it was just a nice, because you work so hard and then you just get to stay home and get paid. It just felt great.
0: (laughs) lady would say that all the time
1: i just wish <laughs> this, this could the- be my life i'm like no
0: that is not how this we're is gonna the live best. well i think i probably would have enjoyed it more
1: if we would have known like okay you get to we're go sp- back at yeah, this time and this yeah. date yeah it was but, just so uncertain it was and then filing unemployment that was <laughs> i'd come in her room and yeah, hop on her bed with my laptop time to file for <laughs>
0: unemployment i mean it was decent money yeah especially
1: you know when
0: times are slower or whatever and you're not making that much and then they average it out, it's like, Ooh, this is a pretty decent yeah. paycheck. Um, okay. So you had to work during when, when COVID was still going on for a very long time. And what, how did they, how did they make it work for this, for their company?
1: So we had a couple of people that were on the sales floor and then they would have two people up front at the registers. We had a whiteboard with each department's name on it, like the cake decorating, party goods, the fabric department. So many departments in that place. And Framing. Yeah. But we would have uh, uh, somebody stand by the door to make sure that it was locked. And a line would be outside. <laughs> and you would have to ask each individual person, what department are you going to? And they would say, I'm going to fabrics. And everybody was making their own masks at this time. So there was a really long line and mostly everybody was going to the fabric department. (laughs) Oh, that's true.
0: Yeah. Everybody's wanting to make masks.
1: So people are waiting for this. I didn't even think about that. And they'd come in and then the person at the door would yell to me like, they're going to fabrics and we'd have a little whiteboard marker and mark one tally for (laughs) fabrics. And if we got over 10 people... At the very beginning then that was it we couldn't let anybody else in until somebody left and then it got up to 20 people and then they didn't even need the whiteboard anymore it would just change on who was working that day because some of the managers were like everybody come on in and it was no big deal but yeah it was definitely stressful and then they offered um curbside Services so you would have to shop for people and then run it out to their car
0: because everybody
1: really needs to be yeah. What painting do you need by numbers?
0: I, well, guess, I guess if, if you're yeah. stuck at home, <laughs> yeah. Why might not? as Well, find something to do. Yeah, I'm done watching the Tiger Kings.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you need to do something artsy. <laughs> people still take advantage of the curbside thing, which I do. Some places, like if I'm just being mm-hmm. lazy, but that's I feel like that's really all it is. Is you don't want to get out of your car, or maybe you have kids and you can't. Well, yeah. It's a lot to get out of your car if you're the only one with them, and you don't want to run into a store to get one thing with all those kids. It's a huge
0: convenience. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, I don't know. It was a love-hate relationship with the curbside. You have to stop what you're doing, and shop for someone else, but I order my groceries, so I guess that's what somebody yeah. else does for me every week, too. Yeah, I know, I and
0: I started doing that, like, when I had a surgery, probably two years, three years before COVID, mm-hmm. and I was just like, gosh, this is so convenient. Yeah, you introduced I'm... me
1: to it, and now I'm I addicted. I'm like, oh, Target? <laughs> you can get that delivered to your door? Oh, it's so
0: handy. Yeah. But yeah, when I think back to the times when I would take all three of you kids to the store, dear God. Yeah. But these kids are like so close in age and, Mm -hmm. oh, we'd have to do the spiel before we even went in. Don't ask for toys. Don't ask for candy. Hold on to the cart, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. But those were fun times. Yeah.
1: And it's fun watching people now that I'm in a store and they're like, do not touch anything when i worked we have a christmas department there and (laughs) that's where i've worked most of my time and they're like keep your hands to your sides everything in here is breakable right right
0: oh my gosh the inventory in that place
1: oh yeah they have
0: so much stuff And we
1: have to do inventory sometimes or for every season that we pack up we have an inventory gun and we have to count everything and pack it away put all the new stuff out it's a process for sure, but you learn a lot working in customer service and how to deal with people. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's some people that I don't think ever learned manners when they were <laughs> children. Or no. Especially now with a, well, with a pandemic that was going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it still is really, but there was people that just they wouldn't have their mask all the way up, and then they'd take it off and sneeze everywhere and then pu- pull it back <laughs> up. And I'm like, isn't that the point? Isn't that why you're wearing it? Keep that sneeze why in. Let me sneeze all over this so you have to touch it later. Or <laughs> just, I don't know, retail in general is hilarious. Because yes. I go places, and I'll admit this, I, if I pick something up and I don't want to find where I got it from, oh I'll just God. throw it somewhere, and then other people do it where I'm working, and I'm like... How could you be so How lazy? Dare you. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm doing the same exact thing. I'm a hypocrite.
0: I do it too, but then my husband Nathan calls me on it. Yeah. They're like, oh, is that where it goes? <laughs> <laughs> Grr, really loud like, in front of a yeah. worker. They're like, what? Yeah, so then I'll go and get it and do the walk of shame and put it where it's supposed to be. It's like
1: ah. But the stuff that people just I'm like, Where when did you decide that you didn't want this and you <laughs> yeah, have four hours into yeah, the store? It's something completely at the end of the store. <laughs> It's all the way over in my department. I'm like, I just want happened? this yarn instead of that balloon, yeah. package of balloons. Yeah, that that's I... exactly
0: it. Um, okay, so you have to tell the story about, well, you have lots of people that shoplift there.
1: Yeah, since it's a family-run store and it's a local small business, I think people take advantage of that. They think that, oh, they don't have enough money for security or right. good quality cameras, whatever. Um people take advantage of that definitely and the part of town where I'm at now they have a you know a sketchy motel down there now it's right off the interstate it's just it's turning into a not so good part of town so we get lots of crazies people that (laughs) haven't figured out what they (laughs) want to do with their lives so they just steal from us and just the stuff that people come up with to take like Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm going to steal a colored pencil. Why? What are you going to do with that? <laughs> there's some draw. guy that always comes in and they know who he is. They uh he buys gel pens and I guess he uses the insides for like needles for drugs or something. I don't know. What? <laughs> I could have that totally wrong, but <laughs> Oh my. Why would you need a, a and I don't like know. the pen or the the inside, like the metal pen part? I don't know. Maybe I don't have do that. drugs. I think I have that wrong. <laughs> that okay. doesn't really make well, sense. <laughs> maybe you should Cut ask that. Cut that out. <laughs> yeah, please edit that out. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I don't know who got that information. Did somebody pull them aside? What are you using these for? I'm using it for drugs. Just <laughs> Mind your business. Um, <laughs> but, you know, working there for so long, you just get so fed up to a point that there was one guy that was stealing and there's not that many of us that work there after COVID, so they really can go anywhere in the store, and it's it seems to them like, oh, I'm getting away with this, but the owners are always watching, oh, yeah, we have cameras everywhere, so we know, and we try our best to, if we see you put something in your pocket, then we're going to chase you out the door, and there, <laughs> there was one time I followed one of the owners out into the parking lot. Oh, lock. my God. And I was running, and it was pouring rain out, oh and this God. guy had, like, a getaway driver to steal from us, and... What did he take? I, it was just a... He took one of our hand carts and just filled it full oh. of stuff and just ran out, and when he was walking out the door, the owner was like, did you pay for that? And then he just... He sprinted, <laughs> and so the owner's kind of, like, old. He's not really... Yeah. He's not elderly, but... no he for sure couldn't take someone down. So I was like, well, he's out there all alone. I don't want him to get hurt. So I ran after him, and I wanted to tackle that guy so bad (laughs) because you just have all this pent-up energy that you just want to take it out on someone. And every person that steals, I'm like, I could run them down. I can do it, guys. Just let me do it. I need a security coat, and that'll be my (laughs) new position there. I would love to just... I think I'm a pretty small person. Yeah, you're tiny. The people that come in, and but innocent. growing up with two older brothers, like this confidence I have that I could beat up a grown man, oh I'm like, oh, God. I could totally do this. But, oh, yeah. No,
0: you're not going to do that. And I imagine like, it. You, I, think it I think about <laughs> it all the not, time.
1: I think about it all the time. It's not healthy. Just run up behind them, <laughs> hop on their back, grab them by <laughs> oh, the neck, oh put God. them in a chokehold. Throw him to the ground. If that
0: ever happens, I need the security footage. I need to witness you. There's
1: video footage of, they had to chase this one girl. Um, I don't even remember what she ended up stealing, but they chased her out into the parking lot, and she had everything shoved in her hoodie, and they were tugging on her, and they ended up, she, she was just trying to run for dear life, and they ended up pulling her sweatshirt off, so everything just went all over oh the parking my God. lot. And then she was still struggling and they were trying to keep her there because they called the cops and they ended up taking her shirt off. So she's in our parking lot in her (gasps) bra (laughs) and they're on top of her and they're waiting for the cops to come and people were standing by and recording it. Oh my God. Um, Yeah. You never
0: told me that story.
1: Yeah. But then in her backpack, she ended up having like a federal amount, like enough to do federal time. Oh. Is that a thing, federal time in prison? Or oh. I don't know. Or she got charged like a federal offense or something. Okay, yeah. I don't know the wording, whatever. But it was a serious, serious thing because she had, I think it was like a pound of meth in her backpack.
0: and the, cops, the problem? Yeah, the
1: <laughs> cops were like, why would you steal from a store when you have this much paraphernalia in your backpack? Yeah. Oh, she was oh like, my I God. don't know, I don't know could just tell she was strung out yeah yeah I'm sure
0: you see a lot of that
1: and it's sad like you want these people to turn their life around and not spend their afternoons stealing from a craft store but yeah the amount of people that we get it just sometimes makes you lose your hope and humanity a little bit so any bright little thing that happens during the day I'm like okay okay Humanity's not that off. No, We're it's okay. not.
0: Especially for all the little old people that would come back in just to see you. Oh, yeah. I have one
1: old lady. Her name's Marilyn. And she just, <laughs> she I think she has a little bit of dementia maybe. Because yeah. she comes in, but she remembers things about my life. But then she forgets other things. She's like, well, how long have you worked here? Oh, I already know that. Oh, and I'm like, God. oh, okay. She's correcting herself. She's like, how's your boyfriend? What's his name? And then she'll name off like five different names. But then she's like, no, I knew it was Paxton. I knew it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and there was one time where she's like, I saw your boyfriend. He was out with me. We went to the strip club. Oh, <laughs> <just> my. <laughs> Marilyn gone wild. Yeah. But then when we talk on the phone, she's like, so what's your house like? Tell me what your house is like. Well, it has yeah. this. What colors the paint? What colors your furniture? What would you decide to do? <laughs> What are your decorations like? And she lives in a nursing home kind of thing now and like assisted living or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and she'll Delaney, I don't belong with these people. Oh, these people my are God. elderly. I'm like, Marilyn, you're eighty nine years old. You need to, and she's like, They're crazy. They don't know how to decorate. She comes in and buys all this stuff to she used to do craft shows when she was younger and uh-huh. I don't know, but she comes in and buys all this stuff, like, she still her does them. can't be
0: that big.
1: Yeah, but she buys all. all this stuff, like, she is still making crafts, and she doesn't, oh. so sometimes I'll walk the bags out to her car, and her car's like, just filled up with, like, bags from Hobby Lobby and other places, oh, <laughs> bags from other places, and... Mobby-tobby. Mobby-tobby, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like is she doing this to other people Does she go in there and talk to them and know everything about their lives and Maybe. yeah she's Maybe just she does.
0: i don't know but is her husband did he pass away yeah he okay. passed away
1: he had cancer and he before he passed he did a fashion show it was during Omaha Fashion Week oh, and yeah. they had a special thing for i think it was just men with cancer and he got to walk on the little runway and Aww. they took his picture he looked so cute in his suit and she brought it in and would just show everybody look at my will oh yeah that's I know. so sweet it just breaks your heart but yeah she I've bought her stuff before or I'll buy her stuff when she comes in and you didn't need to do that why are you doing that I'm like well because I always thought that she was kind of like <laughs> running her credit cards low something but and then I go out to her Christmas. yeah but then I go out to her car and I see all of her bags and I'm like did I really just spend ninety dollars on your (laughs) craft supplies and you've been to other places probably spending five hundred dollars oh my god well
0: you have such a huge heart Lainey I remember there was a time that you told me that somebody came in and they wanted an ornament but wasn't it like going to be their last Christmas or something
1: yeah um was it their was, last
0: Christmas or somebody in their family's last Christmas? Because they were diagnosed.
1: Yeah, it was her terminal. daughter's last Christmas. Yeah, and she found out that she had cancer. And I went and paid for her ornament that she was getting for her family. And she was just bawling. Oh, you didn't need to do that. And there was one couple that came in. And they had just a tragic story of how they lost their two f- friends. It was a couple. And they were on vacation with them and they lost their friends and Aww. they were getting an ornament to remind them of their because they went to the beach and they wanted a beach themed ornament. So I went and paid for it and the lady was just crying. Oh, that's so
0: sweet. I
1: wish I could do it like anonymously so they don't think I'm like, oh yeah, here. Doing it
0: for attention. Yeah, because the
1: people most of the time come back and end up like slipping me a $5 bill or something and be like, go get yourself a coffee or something yeah yeah.
0: you just don't have to do that well it's sweet of you to do those kinds of things though see faith in humanity yeah there's good people out there that makes just i'm the
1: only one of them
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're the only one you're the only one at that store (laughs) no i think that um you've you've had a lot of good memories at that place too i'll be anxious to see what your next chapter is what you end up doing you're very artistic you're very good with people even though you probably don't give yourself credit for that, I think that you are very good with people. You're not as much of a loudmouth as I am, but yeah, you're that's, a little more introverted. But I feel like you're really good with people.
1: I'm more of a listener than a talker. I like listening to people and their stories. So, I don't know. Maybe I'd work at a nursing home or something. Mm-hmm. Just I think you'd be great at that. Yeah. So are I you tried int- to work at a nursing home. Remember for my first job and. I had the interview and everything, and they showed me around, and then they just never called me back. No,
0: I don't remember that. Hmm. I don't. I think you should. I think you should try that. I think you would excel in that because you are patient and you love old people. Yeah. And they would love you.
1: Yeah, it would just be the
0: the times when they're not going to be there anymore that you would have the hardest time with.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I can't deal with. Yeah. But not all old people are nice. I've had old ladies (laughs) yell at me. where i'm at now there was one lady yelling about i bagged her supplies that she was buying wrong Mm -hmm. she had a puzzle and i put it in the bag and apparently she wanted it out of the bag and i couldn't understand or hear her and (laughs) life altering she she goes do you even listen half the time people talk to you and i i started bawling and (laughs) the owners were like are you okay i'm like no I thought all old people were supposed to be sweet.
0: <laughs> no, there's some angry ones out there. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, my Understandable. God. Understandable. If I get that mad just being around people yeah. for You've lived that seven many years. years and want to tackle them to the ground when yeah. they steal. Imagine
0: I, 70 years from now. Yeah.
1: God oh help my.
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so happy you You agreed to be on here, because I know you are a listener and not much of a talker, but... Yeah. I really do appreciate it, because you do know the beauty industry and customer service, so it's a perfect fit.
1: Yeah, you definitely have to be strong-minded, or...
0: Yeah, thick-skinned.
1: Yeah, okay, maybe that's what I was going
0: for. Well, and strong-minded, too, but just, yeah, thick-skinned, not let people get to you, because... There's just some hostile people out there. But then, you know, you're anxious, looking forward to the next opportunity to jump somebody's back. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) What does that say? I don't know. (laughs) I'm a good person. I just want to tackle everybody.
0: Well, sometimes people are driven to that in their jobs where they
1: just are. Yeah, enough is enough. Enough is enough. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on here, Delaney. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. See you later. Bye, guys. Bye.